0: Welcome to Singing Flat it, with Sally B.
1: Do it, it, Where singers become artists. Ooh, get yourself a
2: voice Hi,
0: this is Shanice, and you're listening to Singing Flat with Sally B. Remember this. <laughs>
2: I'm up in the mornings.
0: dot com. <laughs> <Remember> this. <laughs> I can so imagine flex Alexander dancing on in here to the show doing the running man off of that song off of that dope beat that my son created thank you to my son Kyle on for putting that together for the show and that was done in honor of our very special guest Shanice and what's up, everybody? I'm your host, voice coach Sally B., and thank you for tuning in for another great episode of Singing Flat with Sally B. Ah, this coffee is good. <clears throat> okay. Most know 90s pop and R&B singing sensation Shanice for her Grammy-nominated hit songs I Love Your Smile and When I Close My Eyes. And of course, her husband, actor, comedian, and TV producer Flex Alexander was best known for his 2001 hit sitcom One on One, where he played the role of a single dad raising his teenage daughter, played by actress Kyla Pratt. But unless you were tuning in on OWN TV to watch their hit reality show entitled Flex and Shanice, you probably are not aware that this fairy tale couple and their two adorable kids hit rock bottom. Wow, man, it got so bad, they had to move their extended family into their rental home to help out with the bills and make ends meet. Imagine that. A total of nine people, including Shanice's mom, all living under one roof. Now listen up, y'all. I love my mama. I love her with all my soul and with every ounce of my heart. There, there really isn't anything that I wouldn't do for my mama if she were alive today. You only have one mama. May she rest in peace. I love all my family, all of them. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I'd rather live in a box before I let my mama come live with me. Man, if my husband came to me with that idea, I'd be like,
1: Hell no. Till the no 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 listen.
0: <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. But that just goes to show you what an awesome family, what an awesome power couple. Shanice and Flex are. We'll be right back with the rest of their story.
1: God is good, 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 God good, God is good, God is good, God good, God is good,
0: God is good. This ringtone is now available on iTunes. On August 21st, 2015, I was so excited to speak with one of my favorite singers over the phone, Shanice. We talked about her life, her career, her family, and during our interview, she answered a lot of cool questions like, does she like to sing her own songs at karaoke clubs? Is R&B music dead? Would she consider developing or managing raw talent? How did her and Flex meet? Is she still a broke celebrity? And who are some of her favorite singers? And will there be another season of their hit reality show, Flex and Shanice? And now it is my pleasure to present to you my exclusive telephone interview with the legendary and oh so extraordinary Shanice. I certainly appreciate that you rose up early uh, to chat with me this morning, because I know it's like after 9 a.m. out there, right? Oh, no, it's fine. My
2: kids, I get up
0: at 6.30 every morning to get my kids off to school, so I'm up in the mornings. Awesome. I want to begin uh, by reminding everybody in terms of my listeners that when Shanice was cranking out hits in the early 90s, social media platforms didn't really begin to emerge until the late 90s, so there was no Facebook. Look, I'm talking to the teenagers and all the ones trying to make it. There was no Facebook, <laughs> there was no Instagram, there was no Twitter, and there were no selfies, you know, or cameras. So, Shanice, how did you do it, <laughs> you know, uh, under those circumstances? Uh,
2: well, back then, okay, I started out um, doing a lot of stage plays. Um, when I was 11 years old, like before Star Search, I did um, a musical called Get Happy, and I, I sang in the musical, and the executive John McClain, um heard me singing, and that's how I got discovered. And then I did Star Search, one Star Search, so that was my first, like, real big television um, exposure, um at 11 years old I won on Star Search and then um back then it was it was harder for artists because you had to have the major labels um putting the the money behind you and and like really getting you out there because we didn't have social media so in order to really make it um you had to have the the big dollars the big companies and you know and then Star Search you know was like American Idol back then so a lot of people did Star Search i mean you had like Uh, Beyonce was on Star Search Um, Justin Timberlake did Star Search like a lot of the the stars today you know did Star Search so you know we had that as a a platform and um, it wasn't as easy for independent artists back then as it is you know today I actually like it better today because you don't have to wait for you know a label to tell you if you're good or not or you know, if the fans want to hear you or not. So now, you know, with Facebook and everything and Twitter and Instagram, you can put out your own music. You can, you know, build up your own fan, fan base by yourself.
0: So That is true. I, I really cool. Yeah. Well, Shanice, um, I'm a voice coach out here in the D.C. area, and I help to develop the talent, primarily the vocal talent of singers who are seeking a career in, Uh, pop, R&B, and and gospel music. And, And let me just direct this to the listeners for a quick minute. I get joy and pleasure out of helping everyone from really talented artists, you know, on their way up to shower singers and studio singers. Now, let me tell you about studio singers in case you don't understand exactly what I mean by that. Studio singers are the ones that use you know, pitch correction and and other tools to enhance their vocals. And the problem is when they sing live, it's a hot mess unless they got their own people there to uh, play what I like to call their safety net track. Now, I don't have a problem with vocal effects and enhancements and occasional pitch correction. But there are just some singers, whether the producer does that to their voices or not, they're still going to sound fabulous live and they don't need a safety net. If all the power goes out and they're singing without just acapella, they're going to sound fabulous, like Shanice and Beyonce sound. What I like to do as a voice coach is to help singers learn how to sing live with minimal required vocal enhancements. So when a client comes to me with that type of raw talent, just blessed, it's always a special treat. Or maybe I should say it's somewhat of a surprise because most of the people I help are there because they really need help with their pitch and so on and so forth. Uh, But I'm always, it's always like a special treat when someone comes in with such a dynamic voice, um, just naturally gifted, just, just like you. (laughs) And I want to, I want to know though, did you, have an artist development period where you worked with a voice coach? Because your range is unbelievable. Oh, thank you.
2: Well, my mom sings. So um, as a kid, like I sang my first melody when I was seven months, and my mom has it. She has it all on tape. <laughs> I couldn't sleep one more, one day, and I started singing Tell Me Something Good by Shakta and Benny and the Jets by Elton John. Right. Um, and my mom taped it, so... As a baby, my mom, when she was pregnant with me, she sang the whole nine months on stage. And my dad is a guitarist, so I was always around music. I came out wanting to sing. And so my mom, she, she helped me a lot. and But also I trained, I studied, uh, around the time when I did Star Search, I studied with um, Seth Riggs. Oh, okay. uh, And so he really helped me, you know, take my range to another level. And then I always admired um, and still love Minnie Ripperton. So I used to always listen to many Ripperton. And try to, I used to always try to hit that note, you know, mm-hmm. her high
0: notes and stuff.
2: So, mm-hmm. you know, I did a lot of, my mom and I just did a lot of singing around the house.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I remember when I couldn't even harmonize. I could sing lead, but I couldn't harmonize. And we used to play the emotions all the time. And that's how I learned, that's actually how I learned how to,
0: That's a good way. That was a good idea. (laughs) The emotions
2: really was, and they're like families. Like we're we're close to the emotions, and I used to sit and watch them rehearse, and I used to watch them in the studio, and you know, I learned from them, and you know, and my mom taught me, and Seth Riggs. So it was a mixture of just you know being exposed to all of that great great right, you know.
0: Hey, I got a question for you. This is just my little question, my little curiosity. Have you ever, ever, ever performed your own song at a karaoke joint? Like, have you ever sang, I love your smile, at a karaoke joint? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I
2: love your smile. i karaoke, like, with my friends and stuff, but I never wanted to sing my own
0: songs. <laughs> Why didn't you want to sing your own songs? <laughs> I don't know.
2: I just felt embarrassed. I like, I like, you know, trying other songs when we do karaoke, because it's just all in fun, and. Right, right. I don't know, I've never, I've never done my own songs during karaoke, that's
0: crazy. I would love to see, <laughs> I would just love to see you go to a karaoke bar on the show and sing your own song, sing I Love Your Smile, that would be that, so hilarious. That would be hilarious, that would be funny. So, you and Flex have these gorgeous, smart kids, Elijah and Imani. Um, Thank you. Now, Elijah looks like Flex just spit him out, <laughs> your son. <laughs> I know you get you get that a lot, don't you? <laughs> I
2: get that a lot. When he was first born, I'm not gonna lie, he looked exactly like me. And I remember when I had him, um, I had I had to have two C sections. Oh, wow. I remember I didn't see him right away, and Flex saw him, and I said, "Well, who does he look like?" He said, "Oh my gosh, he looks exactly like you." And he did <laughs> for a long time, and then all of a sudden
0: he changed.
2: He changed. So he was just like his dad, and then. My daughter, when she was a baby, everyone would tell Flex, it like
0: you had nothing to do with it. And now they both look <laughs> just like Flex. Um, wow. You know?
2: Well, know? I've been there somewhere,
0: but... <laughs> uh, listen, I I know the feeling uh, all too well. Um, when, I, when I was married the first time, I was married to a Korean man, and I had three beautiful children. And my first son... Uh, I thought he looked like me <laughs> but somewhere along the line he completely changed and I remember take yes I and I when I remember taking him to the grocery store and he'd be in the grocery cart and I'd be walking along and people would come up to me and ask me was I the nanny was That's because we didn't fair. look alike <laughs> so you know at least your kids look a little like you My, mine don't look That's anything true. like me But um, yeah, yeah, there are some beautiful babies you got, and and it's a pleasure to just watch them. Do they ever, uh, you know, how do they feel about when they see you in old music videos? How do they, what do they think about that? Uh, And when they hear your music,
2: you know, it's so funny. It's like with them, they're like, "Oh, that's just mom." Mm -hmm. It's like like, oh, that's just mom, but when they see other artists, they're like, oh, my God, that's, that's such and such and such. You know, but with me, it's like, oh, mom, yeah, that was a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> they, don't, they don't
0: care. Right,
2: right. I mean, they're happy. They, they, make, they get really excited, though. One thing they do, like, we're out in public, if someone goes, oh, my gosh, I got the glass or I have a picture, and they're like, wow, mom. Right. Like, wow, they recognize, they recognize you. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. No, I'm saying, but, I mean, they're, they're happy for me, but I can tell that they're so used to seeing me every day that they're like, oh, okay. Right. You know, not big deal.
0: Plus you, guys, <laughs> plus you guys are on the set together, so they're also stars as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, now, and they're so, they love the whole, they love being in front of the camera. Um, our daughter wants to be an actor. She wants to follow her father's footsteps. And, you know, when she was born, she grew up on the set of one-on-one mm-hmm. so that's what she wants to do she wants to be an actress my son and they both can sing right. very well my, my, my son can you know do all those runs and he can really really sing mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to be a singer he wants to um he's into film directing and now he's into basketball
1: oh wow and
2: really, he's really good at it. He was like, when I grow up, I want to be a famous basketball player, and he was he's 11 years old, and he wears a size nine shoe in men, so uh-uh. uh-huh. I think he's got to be pretty tall, so <laughs> that'll help with his basketball
0: career. <laughs> yes, it will. They grow up so fast yeah. and so tall. I remember my son shot right past me, and it just almost seemed like it was overnight. His voice changed. He yeah. got tall. It's like, they grow up so fast. They grow up fast. The time flies. <laughs> But I, l- let me talk a little bit more about this uh, about the show, Flex and Shanice. And I want to start off by saying that I love, love, love the show. And I've laughed with you guys. I've cried with you. Um, I love the way you keep it real. Um, I've heard you refer to yourselves. I believe it was you that said, we're broke celebrities. <laughs> and I wanted to know if you could elaborate yeah. on that a little bit. Well,
2: when I was doing the interview, that... that- when I was doing the interview, I was talking about what we had gone, what we had gone through, mm-hmm. and I was. And at the time, I was just saying it, just in general, like when we went through that hard time, it's, it was really hard being a broke uh, celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we're, you know, right now things are much better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. We're not where we used to be. We're not where we want to be yet, but we're not where we used to be. And um, so I would kind of talk about, you know, our story and what we had gone through and how it felt being a broke celebrity at that time.
0: Right.
2: And it was really hard. I mean, people, when, the, when you're in the limelight, um, they expect you to have certain things. And, to, you know, like we would go to, and I mean, this is, this is a true story. I mean, we would go to red carpet events and couldn't
0: even pay for that late parking, so. Right. Yeah, so when I say it's hard being a broke celebrity, those type of things. <laughs> really right. I, I, I just, I really admire how you all did that and kind of based your show off of that. I, I, I really, to be honest with you, that's what got my attention. There are a million reality shows out here that I could watch, and I love reality show, reality TV. I'm just a fanatic of it, but there was something very, very special about, this, this just made me feel, and I'm sure it, you touched a lot of people in that way, because they, you know, it was just so relatable, so relatable. Um, and then during our hard times, that's how, you know,
2: we ended up moving our family in, to the, you know, we have a rental home, and we ended up moving our family into the house to help us, because right. we needed help,
0: right. and, and you know, that's how everybody ended up <laughs> in the house. Right, and, and not a lot of people would... Uh, on your level, you know, celebrity would put their information out there like that. And that's why I love you for that. Like, I love that you oh, did that. You. And how courageous was that? <laughs> so I'm so glad thank that you're not where you started. Like you said, I, you, you know, things have gotten better. I'm so happy for you. Much better. <laughs> thank you. So um, for all the Flex fans out there, how's he doing? What's going on with the comedy and uh, and everything? <laughs>
2: well he's doing well he's back on stage he's been doing a lot of stand-up you know doing um you know i think recently he just did the improv and you know so he's just you know back on stage and then i don't know if everyone knows this but he created one-on-one so he's really good at creating television shows he writes you know scripts and all that so um he's been pitching his own like tv ideas so because he wants to do you know, another sitcom right. or do like a one-hour drama.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's active, but he really, really loves. so.
0: He would do a drama? Wow.
2: Yeah, well, he was in, actually, when they shot Blue Bloods on CBS mm-hmm. with Donnie Warburg, he was in the cast. He, he's the one that shot, that he worked on the pilot, and he was a cast member on that one-hour drama. And then once the show got picked up, they changed his character to a woman.
0: Oh, so, right
2: ended
0: up not saying on the show, which was a bummer, right. but the, uh, yeah, plexus drama and comedy, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's, that's new. I, I'm, I, I'm actually looking forward to this. I'm going to be watching you guys, because this is just really getting more and more interesting, and I saw a, um, I saw a little clip on your Twitter page um, about the, uh, the episode that's about to come out with uh, you exploring fashion. They're soft. Cozy, and you're gonna look great in it. www.onesiesbyshaneese.com. That's O N E S I E Z is in zebra by You And you're put. Well, I know you got a fashion line, onesie. Onesie line,
2: yeah been addicted to wearing ones I just think they're so comfortable and um, I know of course you know my husband's like could you wear something more sexy (laughs) but it's comfortable and uh, now I'm I'm, I'm trying to turn this thing into a business like because I have a lot of my fans reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram and they're like you know why don't you start wearing your own onesies and I'm like Yeah, that's a great idea. (laughs) So I've been uh, working on that. I have a, I'm going to actually tomorrow, I'm going to put up my website and do some pre-orders tomorrow. So when the episode airs, people can actually order some of my new stuff on my website. So I'm excited. That is is a new new venture for me. And uh, I'm going to pray and see how this goes.
0: (laughs) I I believe it's going to go well. I believe it will. and so. When your website is up, then you will announce where we can get those onesies, right? Yeah,
2: I'm going to put it up tomorrow, actually. Um, tomorrow. And uh, people can actually start ordering
0: it tomorrow. Cool. I, yeah, I've
2: been working on this for a while now. So. Wow. <laughs> How is the time. Now, now <laughs> is
0: the time. And uh, yeah. what about your music? I know there was a music video floating around um, that caught yeah. my eye. Beautiful. Have,
2: right now, Singles. I'm working on that whole project, but for now, um, I've just been, uh, I, I know last season I, I had a song called Gotta Blame Me with D Slade. And mm-hmm. I put up a video, we were selling it on iTunes. You can still purchase it on iTunes. Right. And then um, I just put out a new single called Another Lonely Day. And um, I worked with um, uh, Dylan Watson as a, produ- a producing team. Out of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and uh, they work with uh, Molly Hunter and Groove Chambers. And so the team that I'm working with now is out of Atlanta, and I really, I, I really love my team. Wow. And uh, Molly and and Groove, they're just, you know, they 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 brought me uh, Neo into the project and the, the Justice League, and mm-hmm. you'll see tomorrow. You'll see me working with a producer named Needles, who's worked with Bruno Mars and. Cool. uh Several uh, of other artists, so and he's uh, I think Grammy award-winning producer. So I'm excited.
0: Wow. Well, who do you? Who are some of your favorite artists that uh, of today that you listen to when you're just chilling at home?
2: I listen to everybody. Like I support everybody. I love, of course. I think Beyonce is (laughs) amazing. She is. Um, Great performer, great singer, great songwriter. You know, great image. You know. Um, <clears throat> let's see, who else? Uh, I think Letticy is amazing.
0: Mm. Um, I think Tamar sings her behind off. Um, you know. Oh yeah. Um, uh, there's so many people. I, I know. I know
2: what to hang up. I'm gonna say. Oh, I forgot to mention such and such. <laughs> 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 um, I think Lauren Hill, I can't wait for her to come back out with more music because I think she's.
0: I do. You know what? I miss Lauren. I miss Lauren (laughs) Hill.
2: That's how I met my husband. I was on my way to her concert, and I'm a big Lauren fan. I was on my way to her concert, and I was getting off the elevator in my apartment building, and Flex was getting on the elevator. And that's how we met, bumping into each other at the elevator on my way to a Lauren Hill concert.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. That sounds so romantic. What happened? Yeah. I'm so, Listen, I want to tell you that I'm one of those people that I love people's love. like I, I have a you, you and your relationship with your husband reminds me so much of me with mine. I just love love and so I love hearing romantic stories. So when you said that I'm like, oh, I can only imagine what that was like. Your eyes met from across the elevator and yeah.
2: <laughs> Well we knew of each other. Um, he knew of me, I knew of him um, and actually his cousin was with him at the time. Uh, he was actually on our show, Ed. Uh, we call him Grapevine. Mm-hmm. He used to be signed to Motown. So I knew Ed before I knew Flex. And mm-hmm. um, uh, I said, Flex, he said, Charnice, she said, do you live here? He said, I'm moving my stuff in today. I said, well, I'm on my way to Lauryn Hill concert. He said, can I get your phone number and, and keep in touch? And I said, okay, let me go get a pen." And I went to get a pin, and uh, it took me a long time to come back downstairs because my cousin was running late. She was the one going with me to the concert, and I'm on the phone trying to get her to, to hurry up. And mm-hmm. So to make a long story short, I got back downstairs too late. He left. Like, two weeks later, we ran into each other again by the elevator, and he was like, okay, I'm not going to let you leave until I get your number. So I gave him my, uh, my number. Mm-hmm. We stayed in touch. But the thing is, we didn't, like, it wasn't like love at first sight. When, when I saw him, when he got my number... Um, he was just like the homie. Like I'm like, oh, I did not see it coming. I was like, oh, he's a cool friend, or whatever. And you didn't you think know, he know, was. You, like,
0: you didn't think he was cute when you saw him, like the first time. I
2: wasn't. Pay- I really wasn't paying attention. I'm, I'll be honest with you, and he wasn't either. Like he didn't treat me like he was trying to date me. I didn't treat him like I was trying to date him. And like he would come to my apartment. Normally, when you like somebody, you like try to fix yourself up. You know, I'd put on a little makeup, comb your hair. Mm-hmm. I would have on like a scarf on my head, some flannel pajamas, just looking <laughs> like whatever. And because I was like, oh, he's just a homie, you know, he's just he's cool, whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden, we developed this really strong friendship. And this was the first person I ever met that I that I, I was friends. We were friends first.
0: Well how old were, how old were you guys when you met?
2: Oh my gosh. Like I was like maybe twenty what is it? 26. six. Twenty seven? Yeah, about twenty six between twenty six and twenty seven. Right. And then um so all of a sudden he he, he started come to my come, he would come to my house, we'd watch the best of cops. That was our favorite little show to watch together. And we just started talking, and I would share with him that you know I said I'm praying for my soulmate, and you know I would you know as a friend I would confide in him and tell him certain things. And then one day he hit me with this. He was like, you know, you're praying for your soulmate, but your soulmate could be staring at you right in your face. <laughs> and when he said that, I was like, oh, this, I was like, okay, wait a minute, this might be the one. <laughs> and then I started seeing him in a different light. He started seeing me differently. And then he, we dated officially dated for four months, and he asked me after four months of dating to marry him. And three months later,
0: <laughs> how did he ask you? You're skipping the good part. How did he ask you?
2: Well, he first the first time he mentioned marriage, he he took me to his church, and they had a, a singles night ministry for single people, and the minister was talking about yeah. Um, uh, talking about ghetto engagements he was saying that you know when people are engaged for like five six seven eight years he said that means that the person is still waiting on something better to come you know when they when you have those long engagements Mm -hmm. he said a man knows right away when he meets a woman if that's the woman he thinks he can marry or not like he knows right away so then sex was looking at me he's like wow so we got in the car after that service he said let's just do it I was like, "Do what?" He's like, "Let's just get married." <laughs> I was like, "What?" I said, "Oh, okay." And then he officially put the ring on my finger. He took me to a restaurant, and it's a restaurant where you can actually—they do operas up there. You can—you you can like—they have a microphone. People sing. So he got on top of a table,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: he sang, "You are so beautiful to me." And, uh he can sing. He got on-
0: he sang to me. <laughs> you said, can he sing? Yeah, can he sing? Uh, he's gotten much better. <laughs> my mom and I have been working
2: with him on his singing, but, yeah. <laughs> so oh, he sang that to me, and then he proposed. That was when he proposed
0: to me. Oh, yeah. that is so good. Here we
2: are, 15 years later.
0: <laughs> Fif- you said 15 years? Yeah. That's about, we, my husband and I met in 90, in 1999. So then we got we got married five years later. Wow! But it was just as romantic. One day I'll have to tell you or send it to you on Twitter my story. But it's an interesting story. But I love, okay. it. I love your story. I love stuff like that. Thank I just, you. I'm just always trying. We're always looking for couples that are that are like us on our level in terms of being in love. But it's just so hard to find. Everybody's single. It they seems.
2: Really do. You, gotta pray. Yeah. you Have to pray. Yeah. Pray about it. You have to believe, and you can't settle can't settle if you a lot of times you meet people you notice the signs right away if 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 there's like a a a sign that this is not the one usually they show their true colors right away and a lot of times people will ignore the signs and go oh i think i could change them or you know you kind of put it in the back of your head but no when you see those signs like up front right that's you gotta you know just pull back and just wait and pray and,
0: and the right person will come along that's right thank you that's right All right, we got one segment left. During our final segment, I'll be picking Shanice's brain for suggestions about how to improve your chances to become a successful music artist. But before we get to that, we have a few announcements.
1: WVMP
2: And you are listening to Singing Flat with my girl Sally B. Yes, it's your boy Curtis Flow shouting at my girl Sally
1: B. Singers seeking artist development training or voice training can visit vocalsmusic.com. Our voice coaches are available online, in person, and even by phone. Matter of fact, the famous and legendary Bunny DeBarge is available for hire. Visit vocalsmusic.com to book your session with her, with Sally B, or any coach listed at our website. Attention professional singers and voice coaches, we are seeking the best voice coaches in the world to join our team. If you'd like to represent your city as the world's best voice coach, contact Sally B today at SallyB@vocalsmusic.com at vocalsmusic.com or singingflat.com. Music artists may submit their music to present on an upcoming broadcast of Singing Flat with Sally B. Or to share at SingingFlat.com. Our goal is to get you signed. And while you're at SingingFlat.com, you can tune in to all our on-demand episodes of the show. Or join our acapella sing-off for a little friendly competition. VocalsMusic.com. SingingFlat.com. Where singers become artists. Let's get them signed. Yours in music.
0: Now, I've got to ask this question because I know there are people that are going to want to know, some people that I know who are, uh, again, aspiring uh, music artists. So I'm just going to ask just so I can say I asked. Um, Would you ever consider managing any new artists? You know?
2: and figure my way around, you know, figure my way through this thing. So, yeah, once I get to, you know, to a certain level, i definitely like to help other artists for sure.
0: Right. Definitely for sure. Right. That's and
2: something I've always wanted
0: to do. I would love to see you do that. I mean, yeah. you've, you've conquered everything else. You know, I'm sure you could, you know, if you put the word out that you were uh, had a management company and you were, you know, this is what you were doing. I
2: would definitely like to develop other artists for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Awesome. And my last question is, um, what advice would you give to a singer who wants to be an R and B singer, R and B artist at a time when R and B isn't really the thing? Uh, 100, you know what I mean? It's, you know, I know that's something that singer Tyrese is, is working to, uh, to bring change for, but what would you do? Cause I know so many right now who, uh, who are really, like, my daughter is actually one of them, who just only wants to do that. She doesn't want it to be, like, pop or have any hip-hop on it. She wants it to be straight-up R&B. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say to somebody um, like that? Well,
2: first of all, R&B. I, I'm not going to say R&B is dead, because there's so many amazing artists. Like, I mentioned Tamar. I think, you know, she was, you know, she's been nominated and won awards and, you know, um, I think people are still, there's Alicia Keys, you know, get Jill Scott, the Medici, you know, we do have successful, um, r and singers out there. Right. So I would say, you know, if that's like right, If you want to do r and go for it. And, um, you know, I'm, like I said, you don't have to wait on people to tell you if you're good or not, or, you know, if people like you or not. Um, you know, I was—I I, just—I t- was talking to someone who's very powerful in the industry. Um, I can't mention his name, but I was talking to somebody really powerful, and they said that you could put yourself on SoundCloud, and if you get like so many downloads, like record companies look at that. Like this one artist just put his music out on SoundCloud and got like over six hundred thousand hits mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, and yes. now this, this artist is like selling out arenas, like doing towards and, you know what I'm saying, so, there's always ways you can go about it, I would say, you know, follow your dreams, know who you are as an artist, you know, don't let somebody try to make you become something that you're not, you really? know, because they'll, they'll do that to you, and make, it, oh, well, I think you should sing like this, or sing this type of music, or look this type of way, and, you know, people can, be, they, it's believable, like, people can feel when you're pretending to be something that you're not, so, right. Stay true to who you are. Um, Don't give up. Use everything you can um, as far as social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, SoundCloud. (laughs) You know, and then they have, like, um, they have these, uh, now you can raise money for your projects. Uh, What's it called? Go Fund Me. Yeah. Go on that. Raise money. So you have the money for, you know, if you want to take your stuff to radio or, like, you
0: know, for marketing and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I say just go for it. Right. The sky is the limit. <laughs> the sky is the limit. Well, yeah. Shanice, it was uh, certainly a pleasure chatting with you today. <laughs> and, you do. and i will. I'm glad we finally do it. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm so glad we did because I've been hunting you down since the beginning of the year. <laughs> I, I I was I was on a roll and I just really love speaking to people like you because it just is something that I can share with uh, those who are trying to make it to hopefully inspire them, and I fell off track. I had a death in my family. My brother was uh, unfortunately killed um, in February, so I oh, stopped. Oh. Yeah, he was in a motorcycle. Hear that. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he was in a motorcycle accident. So I kind of huh. stopped for a while um, and had to regroup. So. Uh, yeah. I'm just really excited that, you know, I'm able to uh, have one of my favorite singers on my show this season. It really means a lot, Shanice. (laughs) You know, and... and, uh, Thank you. Thank you for having
2: me on
0: your show, and I'll keep you in my prayers. Thank you so much. uh, And I will keep you in mind as well. And please tell us again when we can tune in to see your new show, Flix and Shanice, on OWN TV. Saturday at 10, uh,
2: Central on all and we actually only have two more episodes left for this season. So
0: will there be another <laughs> Will there be another season? Well, we're
2: still waiting.
0: We're waiting to get the word. So oh my gosh. Please. I sure if
2: in if you want to see us next season,
0: tune in, tune in. <laughs> We will, we will. <laughs> Fans can interact with Shanice on Twitter at Shanice Online. Tell her Sally B. sent you. Well, that's our show, everybody. I hope you'll tune in next time to catch my exclusive interview with Faith Evans. Hey, and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Your Singing Coach. Let's stay connected.
1: Get it's in music.
0: This is your voice coach, Sally B., signing off. This episode is dedicated to William David Feeney.